Good morning, and welcome to Simply Crypto. It's Wednesday, February 21st. On today's show, Ripple CEO demands crypto clarity from U.S. Congress, while BitGet leverages messy sponsorship in the battle for Latin America. Plus, a major party in South Korea proposes to defer cryptocurrency taxation. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Crypto. We start off with Ripple Labs CEO Brad Garlinghouse calling on the U.S. Congress to establish clear and consistent guidelines for the cryptocurrency industry. This comes as Ripple faces a lawsuit from the Securities and Exchange Commission over its XRP token. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Crypto. Can you tell us more about Garlinghouse's appeal to Congress? Certainly, David. In a series of tweets, Garlinghouse expressed concern that the U.S. is falling behind other countries in providing regulatory clarity for cryptocurrencies. He believes this lack of a coherent framework is hindering innovation and growth in the sector. He cited a Wall Street Journal report that federal agencies are seeking more authority to regulate stablecoins, a type of cryptocurrency pegged to a fiat currency or another asset. So what does Garlinghouse suggest as a solution? Garlinghouse is advocating for Congress to pass bills that provide clear definitions and rules for different types of crypto assets. He specifically mentioned the Securities Clarity Act, the Token Taxonomy Act, and the Digital Commodity Exchange Act. He believes these bills, which have bipartisan and bicameral support, would foster innovation and competition in the crypto space. And how does the SEC's lawsuit against Ripple factor into this? Garlinghouse expressed frustration with the SEC's lawsuit, which alleges that Ripple sold XRP as an unregistered security. He argues that the SEC has failed to provide clear guidance on how it determines whether a crypto asset is a security or not, and that it has contradicted its previous statements and actions regarding XRP. He claims that the lawsuit has harmed millions of XRP holders and created market uncertainty. What is Garlinghouse's outlook for the future of crypto regulation in the U.S.? Despite the current challenges, Garlinghouse is optimistic that 2023 will be the year the U.S. achieves a breakthrough in crypto regulation. He's looking forward to working with lawmakers and regulators to make this happen and believes the U.S. has the opportunity to lead the world in crypto innovation. Thanks for the insight, Celeste. In other cryptocurrency news, Seychelles-based exchange BitGet is planning to expand its presence in Latin America with a focus on beginner-friendly products. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Crypto. So James, what's the strategy for BitGet's expansion in Latin America? BitGet, currently the 14th largest cryptocurrency exchange globally, is targeting Latin America for expansion. The region is dominated by major players like Binance and Bitso, but BitGet believes it has an edge with its copy trading tool. This feature allows less active traders to automatically mimic the positions and returns of seasoned professionals at BitGet. Interesting. So they're trying to cater to those who are new to crypto trading or those who don't have the time to constantly monitor their portfolios. Exactly. As Maximiliano hints, BitGet's Director of Growth for Latin America explained, most people trading on their platform have other jobs. They either buy crypto for the long run or need to be an expert. 
BitGet wants to provide an alternative that doesn't require constant portfolio oversight. I see. And I understand there's a bit of a rivalry between BitGet and Binance, especially when it comes to celebrity sponsorships. Yes, that's correct. After Binance signed a deal with soccer superstar Cristiano Ronaldo, BitGet responded by partnering with Lionel Messi, Ronaldo's longtime on-field rival. BitGet is now trying to leverage the region's love for football to attract local traders to its offering. But what about regulations? Both exchanges are facing increasing regulation in Latin America, especially in Brazil, the region's largest crypto economy. That's a good point. Brazil's central bank is drafting new rules around licensing, asset segregation, and consumer protections. Hins commented that in the case of Brazil, BitGet must work in a regulated manner and would welcome sensible rules that don't completely stifle innovation. What else is BitGet doing to establish a stronger presence in Latin America? BitGet is currently beta testing a local debit card offering after assembling an 80-person Latin America team. It aims to double that headcount over the next 24 months. Additionally, the company recently hired Alvin Kahn as its new chief operating officer for its Web3 service, BitGet Wallet. The exchange aims to increase the reach not only of its trading platform, but also of the product, allowing for the storage of digital assets. James, thanks for sharing that ambitious plan. Now let's shift our focus to South Korea, where the People Power Party, a major political party, has proposed to defer cryptocurrency taxation for up to two years as part of a general election pledge. The Korean government had previously postponed establishing cryptocurrency taxation until 2025, when income generated from cryptocurrencies will be taxed at 22%. Here to discuss this further is Michael a correspondent for Simply Crypto. Can you tell us more about this proposal and its implications? Yes, David. The People Power Party's proposal to defer cryptocurrency taxation is a significant move. It's part of their election pledge and could have a substantial impact on the cryptocurrency market in South Korea. The government had already delayed the implementation of cryptocurrency taxation until 2025, and now this proposal could push it back even further. What could be the reason behind this proposal? There could be several reasons. One possibility is that the party sees the potential of the cryptocurrency market and wants to encourage its growth by reducing the financial burden on investors and traders. Another reason could be that they are responding to public sentiment, as many people in South Korea are actively involved in cryptocurrency trading. And what could be the potential impact of this proposal on the cryptocurrency market in South Korea? If the proposal is accepted and cryptocurrency taxation is deferred, it could potentially boost the cryptocurrency market in South Korea. It would mean that for the next few years, investors and traders wouldn't have to worry about the tax implications of their cryptocurrency transactions. This could encourage more people to invest in cryptocurrencies, leading to increased trading volumes and potentially higher cryptocurrency prices. But what about the government's perspective? How might this affect their revenues? From the government's perspective, deferring cryptocurrency taxation could mean a loss of potential tax revenue. However, if the deferral leads to a significant growth in the cryptocurrency market, the eventual tax revenue when the taxation is implemented could be much higher. It's a balancing act between short-term loss and potential long-term gain. Thanks for that insightful report, Michael. 
Speaking of cryptocurrencies, let's shift our focus to a recent scam involving the BRICS alliance. Scamsters have launched a fake cryptocurrency named BRICS, exploiting the global financial news. Bella, a correspondent for Simply Crypto, is here to delve into this. Can you tell us more about this fake BRICS cryptocurrency? Certainly. The fake BRICS cryptocurrency was in its initial stages when scammers offered an initial coin offering, or ICO, to promote the coin. The cryptocurrency made its way into Telegram and other social media channels, attracting investors primarily from the developing world. The developers also spread false information about new countries planning to join the alliance, using geopolitical narratives to spin their own tales of a new world order dominated by BRICS. So what happened after they attracted these investments? After attracting investments during the ICO, the fraudsters launched the fake BRICS cryptocurrency in the markets. They promised fake airdrops of XLM tokens and cashbacks worth thousands of dollars to attract new investors. However, in a predictable turn of events, the developers rug pulled the fake cryptocurrency and disappeared with the investors' money. Their Telegram channel and other social media handles are now deleted and inaccessible. That's quite alarming. What can investors do to protect themselves from such scams? Investors need to remain alert and cautious. It's advised not to invest in obscure cryptocurrencies out of the blue. Scammers are becoming increasingly sophisticated, and it's easier now than ever before for them to get your money. Always remember, if something seems too good to be true, it probably is. That's some sound advice from our Simply Crypto reporter, Bella. With that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here tomorrow.